0: alarm clock goes off too early the coffee isn't already made and you gotta make it to work on time only one team of superheroes can wake you up
1: mornings with melissa and jack on 1037 play Begin now.
0: Nah, nah, nah.
1: well good morning sunshine guess what It's Wednesday.
2: Wednesday, we're moving right along, and it's gonna be the hottest day of the year so far. Gonna reach ninety-five. What level
1: of Jumanji is that, by the way? Yeah, that's (laughs) all
2: right. Well, you know, uh, at least last night in Richmond, I think was a. a lot better than the night before yes. the night before so it, it was uh, uh, the yeah. fifth
1: night of protests and yeah. i will say seeing our mayor i uh, love stoney up there marching with the protesters that was it, excellent especially after the abomination of a press conference yesterday at noon
2: that was tough to watch um but you know what i do want to talk about your daughter what she did Aww, that was so cool you.
1: I think we we get so focused on the adults and how all of us adults are getting through everything coming off the quarantine and all the craziness there and then into everything that's yeah. going on with with uh, the marches she, and demonstrations. And She's yeah. done more
2: than like everyone I know combined. She she did something really cool to kind of Aww. contribute to the cause. I think we should talk about that. OK,
1: thank you. Yeah, OK, we'll do that coming up Next. 1037 play. Melissa and Jack hanging out with you this morning. Thanks for waking up with us.
2: So last night, uh, night five of the protest in Richmond and uh, went a lot better than the night before. Oh my gosh. So much
1: better. And uh, during the press conference yesterday, Mayor Stoney said he would march with the protesters, which he did. I thought that was great. He marched right along all the way up until curfew hit. And then he was like a scared kid and was like it's time to go right now. But he did great.
2: Uh, Yeah, it seemed to go extremely well and peaceful. And uh, you know what I I I wanted to bring this up because I thought it was really cool. Your daughter actually did something really neat to help support the cause. Uh, She made t-shirts and she's been selling them. All the proceeds are going to the Black Lives Matter movement. These t-shirts are really impressive. Like She did those all by herself?
1: Yeah, so she's been kind of using painting as her therapy. She's in middle school so I think middle school you're getting old enough to understand kind of what's going on And, and I told you we sat down and we talked about what's been going on and Um, I I think she just doesn't know how to express herself and she's been really worried about her friends Mm -hmm. and and scared that someone's going to come attack them and didn't realize you know, kind of what they've been going through. So she's been painting a lot and she started getting all these requests because I'd put like a picture up online and people started asking like, hey, will you paint me this? Will you paint me this? It's so expensive to paint. So we came up with the idea of putting it on t-shirts Right. and she was like, I want to do it but only if the money can go towards a good cause for Black Lives Matter. So we were like, absolutely. She sold like almost a hundred t-shirts last night. They're like
2: really professional- That's professional looking. And I was looking at it, I'm like, a middle schooler did this. This is amazing. Like, she's done more. She's really supportive. She's She's big on She's done a lot. It's great. Activism,
1: that you can't just say something, you actually have to do it. And I'm really proud for her being in middle school to actually understand that concept. I'm just very impressed
2: with not only her artistic ability, but her desire to do something good for other people. I think that's fantastic. Thank
1: you. I appreciate that. Yeah, we're very, very proud of her. Uh,
2: The only thing I made as a kid was a clay ashtray for my mom.
1: Well, that's. You know, creative.
2: She didn't even smoke. (laughs) 1037 Play.
1: How is it possible that today is global running day? It's like going to be the hottest day in so long. Today's
2: global running day, really, on the hottest day of the year so far. That was
1: very poor planning, but apparently it's every year on uh, this day, the first Wednesday of June, they make it global running day, where they want people to try to pledge that they will take an active role in their health.
2: Are you going to be participating on the hottest day of the year?
1: I have been running in the quarantine, and I'm going to tell you right now, I hate running. I hate it. I am not a runner. I brought my shoes, though, in case...
2: Yeah. I'm, I okay. feel so
1: moved. I, it's just, it's hot. Are you going to be so doing it?
2: Normally, I'd take a day like today off and do an inside exercise. You know, it's going to be like 95 and really sultry out there. But right. unfortunately, the national calendar says I have to run. So, Global Running Day, got to do it.
1: Okay. So, you do realize, though, like these national calendars and like the silly holidays, those are not binding contracts. Like, you don't have to participate. It's not like a major holiday like Thanksgiving or something. Uh, oh,
2: okay. Like, I don't have to participate in National Potato Chip Day or National Dress <laughs> Up Your Pet Day or, What, not to national Bring Liquor to Work Day?
1: Ooh, is that last one real?
2: Uh, Yeah, it was yesterday.
1: We (laughs) could celebrate again today since I missed it. 1037 Play. Jack, it looks like you're going to have to turn in your title. What do you mean? It's 1037 Play, Melissa and Jack in the morning. Uh, You may recall a little while back, we had to call the library and confess that you are a criminal. Yeah, I do. If you missed it. Thank you for calling the Bonnier Library. This is Jeannie. How may I help you? Hey, Jeannie. How are you doing this morning? I'm good. This is Melissa and Jack from 1037 Play, the radio station. Mm-hmm. Just out of curiosity, if someone, you know, checks out a book from the Bonnier Library, um, how long do they have to turn it back in? 28 days. Okay. Um, my uh, okay. co-host Jack needs to tell you something uh, so that happened.
2: I checked out The Prince uh, uh-huh. by Machiavelli in 1999, and I just found it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't remember ever paying a bill either. So what's gonna happen to me? Do you guys like put me in jail, or are, are oh, the police gonna have no. to come after me or something?
1: <laughs> Just bring it back. <laughs> you do know, of course, Jeannie, that this would mean he owes like almost a thousand dollars in fines. That's no, no, a lot fine- of money. Fines cap out at five dollars an item. Oh now, five bucks. I can handle that. I think you could pay the fine. Now is there like a back room of the library where maybe like his picture is on the wall <laughs> saying he's not allowed back in? With a big red circle Yeah, around like it. they have in the casinos for the people who cheat. Is there one of those in <laughs> No, back? there is not. So, if I
2: bring the book back and pay you five dollars, my rental fees will be back to normal and I can just go on with my life. Yes
1: you
2: can. Thank guys. you very much for your time <laughs> and I apologize for my delinquency. It was rude and uncalled for. And I'll make things right.
1: Have a wonderful day. (laughs) Thank you you so much. Bye-bye. All right, so you'd had the book out since 99?
2: 99, so at least 20 years. Well,
1: you got beat. There's a new world record holder for the largest overdue library book, Fine, and uh, Checking Out. A woman just got this record. She had a poetry book that she has had out since April of 1959 five wow I'm so sorry Jack so you no longer have the title of person checking out the book the longest
2: I got destroyed I yep. thought 20 years was pretty impressive but not <laughs> she even crushed
1: close you. crushed
2: you uh, clearly I have my work cut out for me are
1: you gonna try to beat the new record
2: yeah gonna go to the Bonnier library after work and check something new out
1: and then what happens
2: and then we wait
1: <laughs> what a 3-7 play. Hollywood hot mess mornings with Melissa and Jack. On 103.7 Play. Uh, it has been interesting to see a lot of the celebrities yesterday participating in Blackout Tuesday on social media. Even uh, celebrities like Rihanna blacking out their business accounts yeah. as well. So. A lot of
2: celebrities out uh, protesting too, walking. That's been great.
1: Using their voices for positive. Yep. Always a good thing. Alright, so there's a new movie <laughs> that's going to be coming out. Remember a few years back when everyone was like, vampires are everything. Mm. It was all because of Twilight starting it, I right? was there, yeah. <laughs> I
2: remember it well.
1: You still there, Jack. <laughs> so now It's gonna be all about the werewolves. Ryan Gosling just accepting the position to star in the big Wolfman movie that's gonna be happening. Ryan
2: Gosling. That seems like an odd choice. Like, why would you want to cover up all that pretty with a bunch of hair? Because they're gonna make
1: they're gonna make werewolves sexy. What
2: is Wolfman? Is it like Wolverine? Is it like Wolverine?
1: Wolverine's not even a werewolf. He just was a guy who had claws of adamantium. I'm not getting into that with you. Harry. No, totally different. Wolfman is based on like the werewolves. So they transition. They get bit, and and when the full moon is out, they turn into a werewolf. But here's the thing. Because you asked that, that's why this is going to be huge. Like, think of the movies that we get of so many other kind of scary monsters. When was the last time? It's been a while since we had, like, a really big, good, sexy werewolf movie. Now,
2: and now Wolfman's really good at basketball, right? That'll be, I mean, I'm, I, yeah, I'll go see this.
1: I think you're thinking of the wrong thing. Hollywood Hot Mess. Brought to you by Geico. He's in
2: high school, turns into a wolf. No, I
1: know Teen Wolf. I got you. This yeah. is different. This if he's is... not playing basketball, I don't want to see Wolfman. <laughs> he's 1037 Play. Second date classic.
0: The following contains strong language and nudity. It's intended only for mature audiences. Listener discretion advised.
1: Melissa and Jack's second date on 1037 Play. So Crystal, how did you guys get connected? Um well we met through uh, a friend at work.
0: He was really cute. He was nice, successful. Uh we went to dinner. We had a oh my god a forty-seven dollar bottle of wine. Yes, fancy.
2: Um,
1: It was like a movie, and it was magical.
2: Really magical, Magical, you say?
1: I was overhealed. I was
0: just in total
1: shock. So what's happened since your date? So afterwards, he never got back to me. And anytime if I text him, I get
0: really brief responses. So I don't get it. I your second date would be a. funny, cutie way to find out
2: what's happening. Melissa, it wasn't a good date. It was a magical date. It was magical. I I think that's cute. It was right out of the
0: movies. (laughs)
2: Hello? Is Andy there? This is Andy. Hey, Andy, this is Jack. You don't actually know me, but we have a mutual friend, Crystal, I think you went on a date with recently.
0: Oh, yeah. Um, What do you care?
2: She wanted me to call. She said you haven't been getting back to her. And I'm just doing her a favor. I mean, did something happen on the date? Or is there anything uh, you can tell me?
0: How much time do you have, brother?
2: What happened? She I, she honestly said to me that you were a great guy and you guys had one of the best dates ever. So I, I was just calling to see what was going on.
0: She said that, huh? Yeah. I mean, so you guys are good. Are you going to go back and like tell her everything? No, I, anyway? I,
2: I just wanted to soothe her pain, I guess. You know, I, I feel bad for the girl. I've been friends with her for Band a long demand. time.
0: Well, you know where, you know how hot she is, right? Of course. So, yeah, so we get together, planning on just having a beer and getting to know her, right? I get to the tap house. She's already waiting at a table when I arrive, which is fine. Now, when I sit down, she takes it upon herself to tell the waiter that she'd like a bottle of wine, right? Again, no biggie. So we end up drinking some expensive-ass wine, more than I would have ordered for a first date, right? I mean, it's like 50 bucks for this bottle of wine. Right. At one point, she tells the waiter that it's a special night, and she stares into my eyes with this, like, crazy look in her eyes, <laughs> and then actually, halfway through the meal, comes over and sits on the same side of the booth as no. me, dude. She's same side as me, and I don't even know this girl.
2: That's weird. She,
0: she forces me to hold her hand on the way out of the restaurant, and tries to. Kiss me all romantically. And then she goes on and on and on and on and on about what a magical night it was. Did
2: she like, really say it was a magical night?
0: <laughs> magical. Like Disney World, man. I'm pretty sure she's an axe murderer. I don't know how you much think time I'm you guys have spent together. Hello? You think I'm an axe murderer? Crystal, is that you? Holy how shit. could you possibly think that? We hey. sat there for hours talking What is going <laughs> on? Where did you come from? Well, Andy, those. I have
2: great news for you. Uh, you've been on second date on 1037 Play, and Crystal has been listening in the whole time.
0: You've got to be kidding me. Yeah, this is the most magical morning of my it life.
1: Was something oh. magical that you think <laughs> I was an axe murderer. He doesn't really think you're an axe murderer. I don't know.
0: Andy, do you really? No, I really think she's an axe murderer. Ooh. Did your daddy not love you enough or hug you enough? Oh, Where, Andy. Do you, why do you want all this attention? Like, right off the bat, we don't even know each other. How are we supposed to get to know each other if we don't spend good time together?
2: Crystal, did you really sit on the same side of the booth as him? Because that is weird on a first date. Is that
0: weird? It's weird on a don't 20th think date. Weird at all. I Same we side as really me, bro. Same side as you. We were supposed to hit it off, and we totally hit it off. We were meant to be next to each other, and I could
1: feel
0: it. Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> Crystal, can I give you a little advice here? I mean, we're trying what? to get you on a second date. You're coming off... Yeah, is that well... the
0: plan here?
1: Well, that is that is the plan, oh Andy. I'm just trying to make it work. Krista, I... what are you
2: doing right now while what you're on the phone? Are, are you like boiling a big pot of bunnies or something? Fatal attraction to anyone?
1: Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs>
2: you know, these crazy ones are good in bed.
1: That is true. Of course, I
2: don't, I don't want to fall asleep next to her because I'll probably wake up with my if junk in my contact,
0: mouth. If you're into that, bro, you can go for it. Right. I want nothing. To I think do y'all with are being girl. way
1: too harsh on Crystal. I would never do that to a person I cared about, and I cared about you. That's very clear. I think you did let him know that, Crystal, for well, sure.
2: Crystal, it's the moment of truth. Andy, would you like to go on a second date with Crystal courtesy of 1037 play?
0: You know, as generous as that is, no, and that is my final answer.
2: You're lost, buddy. You're lost.
0: Completely his <laughs> loss. Good luck with everything, Crystal. One hundred three seven play. Mornings with Melissa and Jack. Your second.